It is time for our first major of the year, the Masters at Augusta National, a tradition unlike any other. And live from the press room, she is radio and TV personality, author, speaker, businesswoman, philanthropist, the one, the only host of Talking Golf with Anne Ligori on WFAN. Hello, Anne. Holly, it's always good to join you, particularly this time of year. Very special. Oh, it sure is. And, you know, this is, I can smell the magnolias and the azaleas. And, you know, this is, this is a spiritual Holy Week this week because it is, you know, Easter on Sunday. But for golfers, it also is just, uh, it's like Christmas. Well, yeah, exactly. It's the rite of spring. It's a rebirth. And uh, in the golf season, you know, it's spring and everybody's raring to go, especially the, the northerners and the northeasterners and, and those who, uh, you know, might ha- not have the great weather that we have in the, in the southeast. So uh, it is a very special week, a tradition like none other. And I can't wait to see Jim Nance, speaking of which, <laughs> we'll say those words. Yeah, it's just a very, very special championship. And uh, the tradition is really wonderful, but you know, add in all the innovations and all the changes. And, you know, there's always that fine line. I wanted to get this question in to Chairman Fred Ridley in his um, State of the Game address this morning. But, um, you know, it's a fine line, all these great changes and innovations, which we can talk about in a little bit. But, you know, the Masters is really about tradition. And when you look at the, you know, the sandwiches and, you know, the – the concessions, the prices stay at 150. I took a picture of it and put it on my social media earlier in the week on uh, Instagram, the allegory, and uh, Twitter. And uh, you know, there's just so many great traditions as part of the Masters, and that that has to be so difficult for the members and for the chairman to kind of balance that tradition with all the the changes, improvements, and innovations. So I thought it would have been a good question, but I couldn't ask it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, that there's nothing better. A dollar fifty for the sandwich, the pimento cheese, which is, you know, the master special, right? And a dollar fifty oh, yeah. for your beverage. Oh yeah. And then the peach ice cream peach sandwich is back. It is back and there's actually a new T-shirt that's selling in a merchandise area, Holly, and it's it's selling like hotcakes. I put a picture of that on my social media, and of course, I got dozens of requests. Oh, can you get me one in a size large or medium? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, did you put me on your on your uh, favorites list, Anne? <laughs> that's the last time I'm gonna picture anything that I bought in the uh, merchandise tent. That's for sure, because it, it's caused me to go back several times. <laughs> <laughs> so well, more goodies for friends. Well, it's it's great to get a, a feel uh, of of the atmosphere. Uh, lots of storylines always, and when we get to the first major of the year, let's start off with uh, with the big cat being back, Tiger, big press conference on Tuesday. You know, he says his game is better than last year, that he's in, I think, better physical shape, although maybe requiring more therapy because he's pushing his body a little harder. What were your takeaways on, on Tiger's presser? 
Well, you know, it's his 25th Masters. He's just full of appreciation and gratitude and joy. Um, and that all came out in his really, really compelling press conference yesterday. First of all, he's so appreciative that he can play. Yeah. And he's so appreciative, appreciative that he played last year because last year was really touch and go. He didn't even, you know, he was saying, how, yes, this could have been my last Masters um, last year. He didn't even know he could he could even play last year until he actually, you know, got here and um, because of the near-fatal car accident in February 2021. But, you know, now he's just, he, he still has major physical issues. And for him, he knows to walk these very hill, the hilly terrain here. And it's very strenuous. And so he knows that could be an issue. Plus the weather is going to get cold this weekend and we're going to have a lot of rain. So that adds extra um, issues, you know, for him and, and, you know, with his physical ailments. But I just think overall, he's, you know, he was so happy. He was thrilled. He made the cut last year and, and he just, you know, is thrilled to be back here. And I think more than, than that now, he's really focusing on passing on his knowledge, not only to his son and, 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 and kind of making more mem- memories with his son playing here. Uh, they made several trips here prior to, uh, this week. And he played with his son, but also, you know, to pass his knowledge along, he was out there with Tom Kim on Monday during the practice um, round, and and just to kind of share his knowledge with, you know, JT and Rory, and I think he really enjoys that now because he does have so much expertise and knowledge about how to play Augusta National. So I think those are the things that are getting are you know bringing him a lot of joy these days because he realizes that he hasn't been playing hardly at all in competitive tournaments and um he even though he knows his golf course like the back of his hand he knows you know it's it's always going to be very tough with all the competition here interesting to hear him reflect about specifically augusta national and the masters because they do go back and play there every year but how he has you know just so many memories around this tournament and as he said so much of his life memories you know 25 years as he alluded I'm almost 50. (laughs) Exactly I mean look he won as an amateur in 97 he won back-to-back 2001 2002 he won in 2005 and then that uh, comeback story of the ages uh, in 2019 so five time Masters champion. Can he do it again? You can never count out Tiger Woods, but it would be tough. I mean, he did say he's in much better shape this year, as you mentioned, than last year. But last year, I mean, again. Herculean. uh, Herculean. (laughs) Exactly. It was just a miraculous effort last year. So, although I don't expect him you know, to win it, it, it would, it's always great to see him make the cut and to play solid golf. And I think um, he, he obviously said, I'm not here, and let, you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't think I could win it. So I asked him the question about, you know, how did he, has he managed to come, overcome so much adversity through the years, particularly, you know, with all his injuries, the back fusions and, and uh, the back surgeries, and then the, the car accident. And he basically just said stubbornness yep. and that drive, that determination and a passion to really excel and, and to, to be the best and and all that, um, you know, kind of has um, contributed to just the, the incredible ability to overcome all this adversity 
And, um, you know, I'm not saying, you know, obviously the car accident, we didn't know much about, you know, what happened there and, and why it happened, but um, he has, it was certainly so unfortunate. It could have been much worse than it was, but boy, has he done an incredible job in working his way back so that he, he can, you know, walk at this great golf course again and, and play it again. Rory McIlroy probably coming in to this year's Masters with so many parts of this game 100% on. He's got a new driver that he just was striping at the WGC, even though he didn't win. I mean, and that's match. Rory seeking the Grand Slam. Just hard to believe it's been uh, nine years since his last major. Right. This would be his ninth attempt to complete the, the career Grand Slam. And the last time he won a major was 2014, the PJ Championship. So... He, uh, uh, my my sentimental favorite is Rory. I'd love to see him capture the career Grand Slam. And to your point, he, you know, every aspect of his game seems to be really working well for him. But you know, more importantly than the game itself is the psychological aspect of of playing Augusta National and playing in the pressure packed Masters Championship. And last year, you know, he has great memories from last year. He was runner up. Right. He was. Behind Scotty Scheffler, three shots back, Scotty just played incredible. Had but, that, uh, had that, that great chip in on 18 out of the bunker. That's right. So what a great way to kind of, uh, you know, seal memories for this year after that um, wonderful performance, 64, in the final round last year. So, And, you know, he's seeing a, a sports psychologist, Dr. Bob Rotella, and he was talking about how – he seems to be much more calm and much more confident. And I think, you know, he was actually had a session with Dr. Rotella on Tuesday, he said, after his uh, press conference. And I can see that, you know, it's it, – look, you can be playing your best game ever, and you could come in this Masters having won, you know, a lot. But it all comes down to mentally how you handle things. And he knows it, and um, he's been working on that part of his game. So it just seems like this is the year, and everything's working. And I would think most most of all, his mental game. And we'll see, but I think the sessions with the psychologists are, are going to be very beneficial. And he just seemed to be very at ease and very calm and, and very confident. So I like his chances to finally complete that career Grand Slam this yeah. time around. Yeah, has has to be a favorite, and, and and especially given, you know, all that he's had to carry on his shoulders the past year. I can't wait for him to write his book on how you multitask, stay in the lane, and, and, and get things done, because, boy, it's, it's definitely amped up his game, put him into a you know, whole nother level of focus, despite all of the things he's had on his shoulders given the past year of controversy. Right. And, you know, in a kind of a, a funny way, you know, the more um, busy we are, you know, the better we are, right? The yes. more we get done. Yes. And I think in a, in a kind of a interesting way, maybe the same, is, you know, works for Roy McIlroy. Maybe being this just eloquent, incredibly strong spokesperson for the PJ Tour and all this PJ Tour versus Live controversy, maybe that's kind of taken off, you know, some of his uh, expectations and, and some of his mental 
uh, pressure that he puts on himself, um, maybe it's kind of dissipated that a bit. And, you know, he's just busy. Yeah. And he's so busy off the course. And, I mean, multitasking, as you mentioned, I don't know how somebody can do everything well, we all multitask, but, I mean, he's a champion. He has to really focus on his golf game and practice and everything that comes along with being a superstar, which he's become. As well as, as well as having a young family. Exactly, as well as the family. And then just to be, you know, the spokesperson and, you know, to have Jay's year and to work really closely with Tiger on this whole you know, elevated event schedule for 2024 and what the players are looking for and what the players need and, and then to articulate it, um, you know, out there publicly. That's a lot to ask anybody, and yet he's done it so eloquently. So I just think all the stars are in alignment for Rory McIlroy, so maybe this will be the year. Speaking of another uh, person that the stars could be aligning for, John Rahm, who we know is a very uh, good student of the history of the game, he could potentially win the Masters on the 40th anniversary of Savvy Ballesteros' second win. And, and we know, of course, his uh, connection and, and you know heritage as a Spanish golfer to both Savvy and Sergio, and I know he would love to add his name uh, to that group. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. John Rahm, I respect him so much. He just, the way he conducts himself, uh, he is such a great family man. And, and, you know, the 2021 U.S. Open winner, 10 PJ Tour winner, and, and having won three tournaments this year. I mean, he's coming in here pretty hot. He won the Century Tournament Champions. He won the American Express and the Genesis Invitational. And he's just, uh, he, he, you know, he, I know, at the players, he had to withdraw because of a stomach bug, and um, we haven't seen him, you know, shine of late, but that's okay. You know, I think, you know, he had some time to really, really practice and focus on the Masters coming into this week. So, yeah, he definitely is, you know, there's so many guys that can win this Masters. It's just exciting, but John Rahm is certainly one of them. Yeah, as I go down this list of uh interviews yesterday, Max Homa, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, and somebody who I think is a little under the radar coming off his uh, big win, Sam Burns, who I've liked this guy for a long time. And, and uh, you know, I, I think he has the game uh, for Augusta. Sam Burns definitely has the game for Augusta. and But what about Cam Smith? Well, let's uh, let's turn to the live golfers, Anne, yeah. and see what you think. Well, yeah, there as as you know, there are eighteen players from the live tour who are playing this week in the Masters. And Cam came in the interview room uh, the other day, and before he came into the interview room, I would have he would have been my second pick to um, win this week's Masters. But he just didn't seem like he was all that confident. He he just. He says he hasn't been playing much coming in. He said he really hadn't played much last year going in, but he was playing better last year going into uh, the Masters. And, you know, he's always done so well here. He, You know, remember the, the year he, he became the first guy to, to shoot all four rounds in the 60s? I mean, the guy was just phenomenal. And he's, he's finished in the top five several times. And just the guy knows he has a great short game. And he's a great putter, and if he can get back to that 
uh, standard, that form, then I think Cam Smith has a good shot. Of course, Brooks Kafka, another live guy, four-time major winner, he won the live event this past weekend in, in Orlando. Orlando. Yep. So, but, you know, I really, I, I, I kind of, I still honestly discount that competition. I don't think these guys are playing enough. Um, it's great that, you know, you win, you're, you're, they're making tons of, of cash, no doubt, but I don't know if they've played enough throughout the year to get to the kind of form they need to be to win here at Augusta National. But, hey, I know Brooks Kepka loves to play in a, uh, with a chip on his shoulder, and with all the cri- criticism thrown at Live Golf through the, year, through the, the past year, you know, maybe he'll just use some of that to uh, get out there and, and play lights out. It's going to be exciting to find out, you know, how, how his form is on this golf course. But then again, you can't discount Scotty Scheffler either, obviously, the defending champion. Um, just He's been playing so great. He's coming into this tournament very strong, very focused. He has the advantage of, you know, last year he said in the, the morning of the final round that he felt so nervous he, he wanted to throw up, you know, and, his yeah. wife calmed him down, and they said a prayer. You know, he's very religious, and he's just – he had the champion's dinner on t- uh, last night, Texas ribeye he served, and blackened redfish, cheeseburger sliders, and firecracker shrimp. They had a very successful champion's dinner. Now he can kind of put all that behind him because I'm sure that took a lot of energy and, and really focus on – you know, maybe repeating the title, and it ha- that hasn't been done since 2002, Tiger Woods. So uh, I can definitely see Scotty Scheffler coming in as a repeat champion. You know, he's uh, we've gotten a chance to see him um, a number of times recently, uh, obviously at the Players when he won. He's, you know, just he's so humble. He's so grounded. You know, after he won the Players, and I think he was more excited about going to his grandmother's for her homemade dinner and dessert than the fact exactly. that he the fact that he had become world number one again. Not easy to go back to back, particularly at Augusta. No, not easy at all. That's why it's done so rarely. But yeah, no, he's so humble and he's such a, a sweet guy, and I think he drives the same car he's driven. You know, just. He and his wife are just, they're regular people and very down to earth. And I think, you know, he realizes that if he can maintain that regularity, I mean, obviously he's become a huge star having won the Masters and having played, you know, winning so many tournaments going into last year's event and this year's event. But if he can, he realizes if he can kind of just be, you know, very chill and uh, relaxed, that's going to bode well for him, and that's exactly what he wants to be, just that regular guy, doesn't want to let stardom change him, and uh, he's going about it the right way. All right, if you were going to pick a, a long shot, and maybe n- not necessarily a long shot, but I'm, I'm thinking of somebody like, how about Matt Fitzpatrick, our current U.S. Open champ, or I don't know, is there someone else we're not, uh, we're not putting enough spotlight on? Uh, Cameron Young, he, uh, he's very dangerous out here. He's played so well this year. And, you know, he's, he hasn't won a major yet, but he certainly could be um, a Masters champion. I mean, this this guy can play, and he has the short game and, and the putting to do well here. So he would be somebody. Like Max Homa as well. You know, Max Homa, I think this is his the fifth time playing the Masters, and he hasn't had the greatest results. Um, but, you know, after the kind of year he's had, 
I asked him yesterday in the press conference, you know, how different is it now for you mentally driving up Magnolia Lane than it was in years past? And he goes, oh, wow, totally different. He said, I'm just, uh, you know, I, 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 I expect myself to win here. You know, I know it's, it's tough and, and uh, you know, I, he's been here a number of times before, but with all the added confidence that comes with all the wins that he's gotten this past year, he's a whole different guy upstairs mentally. So he comes with a lot more confidence this time of year. And somebody I would bet on uh, because of his incredible uh, ball striking and, and irons, uh, although it may be a little different because the greens could play a little softer on the weekend. And he's flying under the radar. JT, Justin Thomas. Oh, absolutely. Justin Thomas, yeah, you know, he has kind of been, it's kind of been a little quiet. He came into the press conference area yesterday, but, you know, it was like after Tiger, and all the writers go in for Tiger and for Rory in the morning, and then they're on deadline, so they go back to their workspaces and they write. Crickets. And meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, you know, not the, the place was not taxed with Justin Thomas, but certainly... He has the game. He just has to be consistent, and, you know, that putter has to work for him four straight days, and he certainly has experience in the game to win here as well. Well, and when he's sort of off your radar, just think about back to the PGA Championship <laughs> because JT's always knocking on the door, and um, he he certainly has had – he's picked the brain of uh, his buddy Tiger Woods, his, his big brother, if you will, uh, quite a bit. He said he said he was just a puppy dog following he and, and Freddie around. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of, um, you know, that experience, I mean, I, I mentioned Tiger loving to kind of pass on his knowledge to JT and to Roy, um, but that uh, Kim youngster, um, Kim, he got to practice with uh, Rory and uh, Tiger and Freddie on Monday. So what a great experience that was for him. There's rain in the forecast Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And Saturday is supposed to get down to the 50s. Woo! So the temperature is going to drop over 30 degrees by Saturday. So it's going to make this golf course, um, with all the rain, extra long. And as you know, this course is the longest ever in tournament history, playing at 7,545 yards. And, they, you know, they lengthened the par 5 13th by 35 yards. That hole will now play 545 yards. But um, with the rain, it's going to make it even longer. So, um, it, it, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see who can uh, overcome the bad weather. Hopefully they'll get it in by Sunday because I think of all the years I've been covering this tournament, this might be the worst forecast I've, I've seen. Wow. Uh, and what number is this for you, Anne Ligori? 25, Ollie. Yo. Thank you, five. You're a young youngster, just like Tiger. <laughs> I started, yeah, when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, well, it's that time, man. I'm going to ask you to throw your dart. Who are you picking to win the green jacket on Sunday? Well, as I said earlier, it's gonna. I'm going with Rory McIlroy. I just think everything is clicking for him, not only his, his game, and he's just crushing the ball off the tee, and he has such a great short game, and if his if – Putting is consistent and, and, and superlative all week. I think mentally he's in the best kind of state of mind he's been in in a long time working with Dr. Bob Rotella, he said. And he just seems to me very confident and very 
con, you know, comfortable. And uh, hopefully that will last all week. But I'm going to pick Rory to uh, kind of complete that career grand slam on this his ninth attempt. Oh, I, I think that would be so exciting, so great for golf, and and as always. We appreciate your time. I know you are a busy woman this week. And if people want to listen to your podcast, Anne, how do they do that? Sure. So I'm on WFAN every Sunday morning. It's called Talking Golf from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern. So they can hear me at WFAN.com or Odyssey.com. And then I also distribute a podcast on First Call. And it's on every day, basically. So you can Google First Call. Call and subscribe to that excellent newsletter, and you'll see the podcast podcast section. And then you can always visit my website because I always um, archive all my shows at annlagori.com and all my social media: Instagram, the annlagori, and Twitter, annlagori. And you'll find me. Just Google me. <laughs> well, you're my hero. One of the best of the business. Somebody I've learned so much from, and it's always a pleasure to spend some time with the one, the only, the pioneer of women in the golf business broadcasting, Anne Ligori. Thanks so much, my friend. Holly, anytime. Thanks so much. Enjoy the Masters.